the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Genesis 13. If I read from verse 1, it says, Then Abraham went up from Egypt. Before we get there, if you read chapter 12, you see where Abraham wavered. Abraham trusted in his own intelligence and imagination. And instead of um, trusting in the word of God, that God was able to keep him and protect him, he tried to hide his relationship with his wife. Okay? I just wanted to point that out. Okay. Now, let's move on to chapter 13. After Abraham returned, both of them went to, Abraham and Lot went to Egypt. So when they returned, Abraham went up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had and Lot with him. To the south, Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the altar which he had made there at first. And there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Abraham quickly went back to God. Abraham quickly went back to the place of prayer. You know, he had been in Egypt and Egypt had not been easy for him. So as soon as he got back to Canaan, as soon as he got back to the land, he quickly went back to the place of prayer. Verse 5 says, Lot also, who went with Abraham, had flocks and herds and tents. Now the land was not able to support them that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abraham's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites then dwell in the land. Verse 8, so Abraham said to Lot, Please, let there be no strife between you and me, and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brethren. It's not the old land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the, to the right. If you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Meaning, whatever you want to do. And Lot lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go toward Zohar, the land of Egypt where he had, he had just come from. Then Lot chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. Amen. So Abraham remained in the place where God asked him to stay. Lot, on the other hand, when he had the liberty to go anywhere, when Abraham said, yeah, whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go, he looked up, he figured up, figured out, he thought to himself, hmm, that place is good. That place looks good. And the scripture says in verse 11, then Lot chose for himself all the plain of Jordan. And Lord journeyed east. Amen. He basically went out. He went out of the land. And he pitched his tent towards Sodom. He left the place of promise. And went on his own. 
some people can't wait some children can't wait especially if you no know, they they growing up on a christian family they can't wait to get out to just be on their own to do their own thing you no know, to kind of enjoy life lot was like that he couldn't wait to get out <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as there was an opportunity to get out he got out not just to explore but to fulfill his own heart desire and we know what happened to him amen so we see that Lot trusted in his own intelligence and experience. Lot trusted in his own intelligence and experience. That was the basis for choosing the place that he chose. The scripture says to us, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, with all your life, not with part of your life, not with some part of your life. Don't just trust in the Lord for your salvation, the salvation of your souls. Trust in the Lord for the protection of your body, for the healing of your body. Trust in the Lord for your finances. Trust in the Lord with all your life. All your heart. All your heart is all your life. Amen. Your life comes from your heart. So now we're part of your heart. With all of your life. All of your life. Trust in the Lord with all of your life. Not just with part of your life. Not just with part of your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your life. With everything concerning your life. Say lean not. I love that word. Lean not on your own understanding. Lean not. Don't tend towards your own understanding. Don't incline towards your own understanding. Lean not. Rest not on your own understanding. Amen. We have a tendency to lean on our own understanding. Our understanding props up. Our intelligence props up. We all have grown to trust ourselves. That's how we made sense of life growing up as little ones. And many times, it has worked for us. So we have come to trust it. We have come to trust our gut, like the people say. I should have trusted my gut, my gut feeling. I should have trusted my instinct, you know. People have come to trust themselves, trust in their experience, trust in their intelligence. So we tend to lean on those things. We, try, we tend to lean but the scripture is saying, don't lean on your own understanding. It's only God that can help us not to lean on our own understanding. Because we tend to lean. We tend to, you know, we are inclined. You know, we have the tendency, the propensity, you know, to, to, to just go towards our own understanding. Even the most spiritual, if not careful, will lean toward their own understanding. You remember Prophet Samuel? You know, Samuel, we don't call him a prophet, we just call him Samuel. But it's prophet Samuel that the scripture says about him that none of his words fell to the ground. Amen. Every word that he spoke came to pass and he did not even allow the word of God to fall to the ground. When God sent him to go and anoint a king for Israel amongst the children of Jesse, and he observed the, the children of Jesse coming toward him and he saw those hefty ones, those hefty guys and tall and handsome and he felt like, yeah, it must be one of these. 
And God said, no, no, no. Not, not any of those. He was going after his eyes. We have a tendency to go after our eyes. No, we, we have a way of leaning on our experience, on our intelligence. We try to figure out things. We try to make sense of our surroundings. It's a survivor thing, you know. But the Lord is saying to us, trust in the Lord. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, pray to him. Call upon him. That's what, it, that's what our place says. Acknowledge him. Pray to him. Seek his face. He will direct your path. We see here how Abraham was open. And he gave the first choice to Lot to choose any place he wanted. And as soon as Lot left Abraham, what did God say to Abraham? Look to the left, look to the right, look everywhere. Everything is actually yours. Even though he has chosen a particular place, even the place he has chosen is yours. Everything is yours. Amen. We don't have to fear. Everything is ours. When I say everything is ours, it means God is for us and not against us. He has our best intentions in mind. Amen. So the summary of the life of Abraham and Lot, if we can put it together, is that Abraham was spiritually minded. Lot was carnally minded. Abraham was spiritually minded, while Lot, his nephew, was carnally minded. Romans 8, 6 tells us to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Trust God with your life. Be spiritually minded. The more spiritually minded you are, the more trusting of God you will be. The more spiritually minded you are, the more trusting of God you will be. To be spiritually minded means that you look at life from God's viewpoint. To be spiritually minded means you look at life from God's viewpoint. Your decisions in life are based on what the Spirit of God says, not what people say, not what you say, not what you feel like saying, not what your experience says, not what your intelligence says. To be spiritually minded means that your decisions are based on what the Word of the Spirit of God says, not what you say, not what people say, not what the government says, but what God says. What does God say about marriage? You ask God. You find out. What does God say about your health, about your wealth, about your relationships, about your education? What does God have to say about your career, about politics, about social justice, about investing or investment? What is God saying about raising children? Basically, what does God have to say about these things? And not just what God says generally about things, but what is God saying to me? What is God saying to you in particular? What is God saying to you in particular? So you are asking God. So you are seeking the face of God. Seek my faith. Seek my strength. The Lord says, seek my faith. To know where to go. To know what to do. Seek my faith. Don't think you are intelligent. Don't think you, are, you can do it. Don't think you can figure it out. Seek my face. Life is too complicated to try to figure it out with your own small brain. Life is too complicated for you to try to navigate through it with your own experience. Life is too big. It's too big. It's too large. There are too many things 
too many complications, too many complexities in life for you to try to figure it out, for you to try to scheme about it, for you to try to play games about it, for you to try to use statistics to figure it out, for you to try to read books to know it. Life is too big. God knows the end from the beginning. Trust God. He will lead you through. He will guide your steps, guide your ways. Trust him. Don't trust in yourself, in your experience, in your intelligence. Trust in God.